Hey guys, welcome to Inside the Bird. We have a spring training episode here for you guys today. Talk a little about some projections as well as the WBC. So we'll just get straight into it. We got Brady and Peyton like normal. So what's up, guys? Um, we're, we're chilling. Uh, nice off season. Uh, money well spent by Bill DeWitt, as usual. Uh, ready for my 96 wins. He's okay. Bill DeWitt is saving up for Otani next next off this off season that's coming up. Yes, that's yes. that's what's happening. That's that's the cope I'm using in, in my head. It's real. It's got to be real. I mean, I think it's interesting they haven't actually re-signed any of their starters for like a contract extension. Um, I thought they okay. probably would have had a Michaelis one by uh, done by now, but who who exactly should they extend? That's the problem. You know, like I like obviously you want Jack Flaherty to be good, and then you can hopefully him be a part of your organization long term. But we don't know yet, you know. And I don't want Montgomery. I don't. I think most fans would agree with that. That you know, yeah, have logic. But I don't know. Who would you? Who would you guys? Sixteen yeah. million for another year, Adam Winter. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 I love Wayne I did, but like Okay, okay, to be fair, to be fair. He Adam Wainwright gives the Cardinals a lot of money in, in the ticket and jersey sales. So that contract does pay for itself. Yeah. Yeah. But you think Montgomery would or also Michael? imagine like the leverage that Wainwright has because like there's no way he can want to come back and not get paid what he wants to. The thing, imagine, imagine the World Baseball Classic happened before this, so we would have the new bar cells automatically. <laughs> I, it's actually kind of if you're if you guys are like serious about Shohei Otani, like how I think some Cardinals fans are, like if new bar becoming a household name definitely helps. Uh, definitely grows the game at least in Japan for the St. Louis Cardinals. So I think they would. I think he would bring in so much money to this organization. I mean, that's anybody. That's what happens with the Angels. Like, they have so much revenue that comes through Shohei Otani that he kind of helps. It helps a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But also, um, like, okay, what what contract does Otani get? Like, how big is it? It's, I... Would that be – it would be a strange contract because you rely on him being a good two-way player. I mean, amazing – best well, player no, no, because like, even if he's not a two-way player that means he's just like a really really fucking good pitcher yeah. Yeah. and if he gets if he if he can just focus on pitching and not even hitting it could make him even better as a pitcher yeah uh how i don't know how much i would pay him like there's actually a minimum i would pay him not a maximum yeah minimum is like 40 Five hundred mil for, yeah, that's minimum. Minimum yeah. five hundred mil. I would, I would give him forty mil um, a season. Yeah, yeah. So Patrick immediately comes back in two months. Who is the, so who is the biggest co- contract in like sports history? Is it the Mahomes one? Yeah, ten years, uh, five hundred mil. In terms of length, in terms of length, yeah, I think so. No, no, in terms of like total money. Uh, that's a good question. Is it Aaron? No, Isn't not Mahomes more five hundred million is more than anything. Aaron. Yeah, yeah. In terms of uh, AAV, AAV. Oh, yeah. oh, 
Well, I mean, I get. I guess it's Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, yeah, Ronaldo. but that's Even soccer. Yeah, but but like, like if you take soccer out of it, I think, like, think, I think we're looking at like soccer, like contracts from the early 21st century with Otani. Probably early 2010s. I mean, I would be shocked if he got anything under. Four hundred fifty million. Like I, I think it's a lot that he's over four hundred fifty million. Yes. Is it going to be the Cardinals? I, I like no way. But... <laughs> yeah. There's no way. There's not. I don't know, but I, 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 like, like the, the the starting pitching is a legitimate question going in going into uh, next next year, so two thousand twenty four. So they have to address it in some way, and I don't know who it's going to be. I would have expected it already to be Michaelis, but he, I'm very surprised that they haven't. And I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of glad by that, because you kind of want to make sure that these guys are worth it. And what happens if someone one of these guys gets an injury? And none of these guys have necessarily been dominant in the league outside of Flaherty in 2019. So I think it's worth them not re-signing anybody until the end of the year. And day. it's only spring, but like the stuff doesn't even look good for most of the starters. It's yeah. miserable right now. So I think the Cardinals recognize that. I mean, they're definitely going through a change of their philosophy of pitching, which is plus. And you talked about that last year, I think, Peyton, when you were like, well, it only takes a year for the philosophy to really kick in. So, On uh, major league levels, I don't think we're going to see it like that. I mean, the bullpen, I think, will be pretty, pretty good if they do it right. If, if I see Chris Stratton pitching in the seventh inning of any close game, uh, I know they're not trying. I'm just gonna put it that way. But they have at least five really good arms and two elite arms. So yeah. you think about the bullpen should be. Yeah, I think he, he's included in the five uh, really good yeah. arms. I I actually can't. Isn't he? Didn't they option him to Memphis? Yeah. Yeah, but I, he, it doesn't he, really matter because he's gonna be in the WBC. That's true. Uh, that's true, but if Chris Stratton is on the roster to open the season over him, I, I actually that will happen. But well, it's going to come down to her, him versus Verhagen. Uh, that's what it seems at this point. Verhagen, right. actually good. Yeah, so. I, I, I think Verhagen's a lock, though. I would think. So then it's Str- there's no way Stratton's on the team because you're going to have yeah. Rodriguez on it, and you're going to have Hicks. You're going to have to have Pacheco. Yeah, Pacheco's already Pacheco. on the roster. But I didn't Pacheco have some arm issues going on right now, so it's gonna be. A and he's also yeah, he's already on the roster. So Jake Walsh, that's another guy. What's gonna happen with him? That's true. Mm-hmm. And Cody Whitley, the bullpen's actually kind of deep. Um, everyone's Cody hard. Cody Whitley probably deserves a start in AAA. So. Yeah, right now uh, they messed up some stuff with them. But yeah, I, I think most of the discussion of the issues of the team is around the starters. That is yeah. the weak spot. Um, that is what will hold them back. Because it's if you not, had, it's, like, it's not even like they have terrible, terrible starting pitchers. It's just it's just a rotation of just mid. And that's well, they're yeah. perfect. It's not even it's a rotation of, of mediocre. It's, it's just it's a good enough it's a good enough rotation for regular season for them to win and win the division. And that's what they see of it right now. And they're going to have to add somebody at the All-Star or around the All-Star game because um, 
you don't have that number one. And you're not going to do shit without having the number one. We This is the same discussion we've had the last couple of years, you know? And they don't get it through their head. And so you have a lot of excitement around the team, as there should be. But there's just something holding them back. And it just it's a little frustrating. But there's a lot to be excited about with this team coming up this year. Like, we haven't even talked about Jordan Walker. Yeah. I think the excitement – I think the thing that's different about this year is simply the offense. Last year was – it was good. It was great, actually. Um, this year, I think we could see an all-time offense. Um, and that can – up to the all-star break, it could be on pace to be – or it could be on pace to win 95 games at least by itself. And if you add an ace to that um, and maybe like a number two starter – the team's like completely different uh, just for the postseason. So I, I guess the division would be get to the all-star break trade deadline um, on pace to win 93 to 95 games and then add from there. But I, I, I just need an ace at some point. I will say I do think they're going to take this upcoming trade deadline more serious than they probably have in the last couple of years because there's real pressure this time around. We know how good the offense is. We know how great the potential could be. This team is good enough to make the playoffs and be a legitimate team. They just are lacking something. And I think, as you said, like if they're looking at 93 to 95 wins around the trade deadline, that should be their time to go in because this, this could be your opportunity to go out go out and actually win something because how much longer are Goldie and Arenado going to be MVP level players? And I know that, yeah. you know, there's a window yeah. that's coming. Cause yeah, Goldie's going to start regressing um, at some point. Arenado, I think is going to be fine for another two years. Um, even though it's like hard to project, he's like on the wrong side of 30, but players are different now, but you you still have yeah you you still have two MVP level players and we're not even talking about the rest of the lineup that can put up um, one hundred thirty WRC plus numbers. Like, yeah. Uh, if if this if this team doesn't make it past at least the wild card round, that's a disappointment, as it should be. Yeah, uh, yeah like minimum minimum should be divisional round. That's that's the main and not 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 a sweep in the divisional round. We won yeah, like yeah. games because if you get swept in the divisional round, what's the point? Yeah. For me, the question is about the offense. Is it transcending? You know what I mean. Like you have one of these offenses that your pitcher, your starter can give up four or five runs, and you'd be fine. Or is it going to be kind of more like a train team? What I mean by that is like a team that just can cl- get hits and get hits and get on base in time for the big guys to slug in. And uh, that's what I'm really interested to see is, are these guys going to take a next step in the power department? And I would hope so. You know, adding Jordan Walker to this everyday lineup, which it appears is going to happen, should definitely help. Having Tyler O'Neill probably play most of the starts in center field as it looks right now, even though I want Dylan. Um, you're going to have more power, at least in the outfield. And Newt will probably take a next step. And even Brendan Donovan now, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's just exactly. interesting to see if they go more in a power, um, more of a powerful stance than they have. I, it's, it's, I just can't imagine Brandon Donovan as, as a power hitter. <laughs> I, yeah, Bush Stadium, I can't. Um, I think 
We usually say inconsistency is good for an offense. Good offenses are inconsistent. Um, this is going to be weird to say, but I think this is going to be like a consistently good offense uh, with a high floor. Because they're not going to – I hope they're not overly patient at the point. Um, no one's going to want to pitch to anyone in this lineup. But with Donovan, he has a pretty good ceiling – um, I mean, good floor, good median too. Um, if he can get, if that that power translate that he has, like twenty five percent of the power he has in spring training translates, um, we're looking at one hundred twenty five WRC plus for for a full season, I'd guess. Um, add Walker in; he's probably our second worst. I mean, our yeah, second worst bat um, as a rookie. So. I don't think we're going to see those um, long-held slumps that we did last year. You might see, like, two days off where they're just sucky. I mean, I don't remember, like, that many terrible slumps last year. I actually – It was the, it was the um, Toronto trip right before then. And that was, they were hurt, so who cared? <clears throat> Who's your guys' everyday outfield now? Um, I saw Lars Newbar play center in the World Baseball Classic. Does that mean? Does that mean he can play center? Noob should play center. If I'm, yeah, yeah. I don't want O'Neill playing center. Also, that would that would boost his his WAR value. It boost his WAR, and I that's what I want. I want that. Yes, and marketability too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Noob center. The better Brandon Nimmo. It's happening. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, actually, high key. Um, new bar and center, uh, Walker, right field, O'Neill, and left field. So I don't think they want Walker and right field. That's what I'm hearing. So you think he's gonna be in left? I would keep Tyler O'Neill there. So you have Walker and right, yeah, yes. Okay. I personally kind of want Carlson in center right now and then Newton right. But now that you guys talk about it, I'd like Newton center and then maybe Carlson right and Walker and left. Oh, no DH, I'm hoping. Yeah, him, him and Gorman split time. And honestly, it sucks for Yepes, but, you know, it's going to be – Yepes is like our yeah, honestly, second Yepes or third is, worst. Yepes is depth and is probably like trade bait at the deadline. I mean, him and Burleson are in the same position. They they don't have spots on this team. Well, it's also really some, hard to see. There'll be some injuries at some point, and they'll get their chance to show that they can maybe not be trade bait. Yeah, Paz and Burleson being like our second or third worst players. It's kind of weird. It, it's kind of good. Most teams it's kind of good. Shots to have it's kind of good. Like but it's just both their games are not well as well rounded as some of the other players, and that's why they don't get the same opportunities. I mean, yeah, like I can't confidently say that Yepes even brings the offensive value that Gorman does as a no, DH. You won't. You got to uh, think about who do you not yeah. want to play? Do you not want to play Donovan? Do you not want to play Gorman? You probably want to play every day with those guys. And Gorman, I really yeah, like, I mean, like, well, yeah, Gorman. Like You've been Gorman. wanting Gorman for years. Yes. Yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really hoping for Gorman like 
hopefully like 120 as like a wishful, maybe wishful thinking and get there. I think that's that's pretty realistic. I think that's realistic, actually. I mean, you're probably looking at him hitting maybe like 115, but he's fine. Do he second? Yeah, I think he's gonna. His defense actually looks average. Well, actually, which what do you guys think is more likely when Arenado gets days off? Do you think it's Gorman at third or Gorman at second, and then Donovan at third? Donovan at third. Yeah, Donovan at second. They're not risking that. They're not taking garbage defense at third. I'm pretty. Gorman. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Donovan at third was really good last year. Yeah, he was. Now, um, what happens when Mason Wynn is ready? I come up with a plan. I've been thinking about it. Um, Tommy Edmond gone. I don't know. Yeah, that that's the simple answer. Because you have to decide if you're the Cardinals when Mason Wynn comes up. Are you getting rid of Tommy Edmond or Brendan Donovan? And at this point, Donovan. we already have an equal. You went, what? I would keep. Would I keep Donovan over? That's also a hard choice. Actually, it is. I'm it, keeping Donovan good. because you have the defensive strength at shortstop and win. And your main point of keeping Tommy Edmond is his defensive ability to play shortstop. And to also play second base, but you have two second basements in front of Edmund, right? And I would, so, I would move whoever trading... gets me. No, hold on. Here, here, hear this out. I would move whoever gets the most value in a trade, and both would get great value, um, just simply because of the fact that Mason Wynn exceeds whatever value you're moving out. Yeah, long term. Um, I actually. I think Edmund's probably the one who gets moved out, though. Yeah. Uh, here's here's something I was thinking. Edmund's, Edmund's also kind of old. Kind of the oldest. And yeah. a lot of people are going to look at him having a 6-4 season and be like, I want him on my team. That's It's just going to happen. So here's what I was thinking about when comparing Tommy Ed and Mason Wynn. If, you can't tell me straight up today if Mason Wynn were to play, in, play as many games as Edmund did last year, that he would not have the same war. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Would he be as high? No, not right now. No. I mean, defensively, he's he's very close. He's very close defensively. He makes plays that Edmund probably can't make. Yes. Defensively, you can't Edmund... tell me Edmund's a way better offensive player than he is. I don't believe that. I think you have the speed there, you have the defense, and you probably have Mason Wynn being a better hitter. Uh. Um, I'd. Right now, that's like really asking for a lot out of Win. Yeah, I don't. I'm not expecting Win's offense to be that great starting out. What did, what was Edmonds' OPS last year? Or it was like it was like average. I think maybe maybe a slightly above average. I'm pretty. Sure was like one hundred five to one ten. Yeah, like I would. Def, I would not. I'm not expecting Mason Win to. That's yep. asking for like a hundred WRC plus a lot out of. So he had one away immediately. Yeah, that's asking for a lot. No, no, absolutely not. I don't know. <laughs> absolutely not. Five and a half win season two. Yeah, no, no, not immediately. I could see maybe like a two and a half win season. 
But still, it's, it's, that's hefty. Tommy Edmonds about to turn 28 in May. This would be the perfect time to train him. Uh, uh, depends on what Wynn is doing in Memphis. Yeah. Um, if 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 Wynn is too good to not call up, um, at the moment that like August hits, sure, um, you can move Edmund out and ease Wynn in. But like then again, you also have to remember, um, that if Edmund is playing really well, what is best for the team this season? What gives you the best chance to win this season? And I don't know if Mason Wynn does that for the team this current year rather than maybe next year. Yeah, I think if Edmund if Edmund were to get traded, I think it would be after this year, maybe in next offseason or maybe in next year's trade deadline. So here's a hypothetical, right? You come under the trade deadline, the Dodgers – are saying, hey, we really need a shortstop, and we're ready to give up someone like Ryan Tepit or um, another guy. One of their young ready starters. Uh, you're going into that deadline, and you have Mason Wynn hitting really well. Dodgers come up and call you and say, hey, we're really interested in making a deal for Tommy Edmond, um, and we're willing to trade off our surplus of young right-handers. We obviously might want somebody else more than Edmond, but we really need a shortstop coming in the playoffs. You're going to do it, right? If the Dodgers are this desperate and want to give me a good arm, yeah, I do it. What, what other yeah. shortstops are going to be available, really, around the league? Like Tim Anderson? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, so I that's mean, what – the Dodgers having an injury really makes it interesting because I don't think they're going to be able to have Miguel – Miguel. Um, what's, oh, my God. I'm going to forget his name. Miguel Rojas play shortstop every day. They can't have that. I mean, yeah, they they can, and they also have other injuries right now. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go into the deadline offering Edmund though. I want other teams to ask for it. Yeah, that's fair. You want to maximize it if you're going to trade him. You need to, you need to feel comfortable that you're getting just as much back because someone like him, he's going to bring a lot of value to your team. Yeah, um, the third most valuable player last year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would love to see the reactions of like casual fans or like the, none of the opposing fans that that teams trade for Tommy Edmond, and they think that they just got fleeced because they don't think Tommy Edmonds is good at all. They compare it to like Adam Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's undervalued by casuals. I I don't. I just don't want to give up someone immediately because you can or because you have, in quote, too much death. You can never have too much death on a team because injuries happen in baseball. So I, I think it's best to keep the top-end death that we have at the moment um, rather than um, relying on Walker and Win Or not Walker. Walker's going to come up. But Win. Yeah. So, oh, what what happened to Jeff? Jeff just left. Uh, likely his Wi-Fi. You can order uh, um, You said earlier um, before we started, so he'll be back. He'll be back.
You said earlier before we started, um, you woke up at five o'clock. At five? Yeah. yeah. Five yeah, I woke up. I, I woke up at like actually it was like four, four forty a.m. was when I woke up. Oh, there's Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Can you guys welcome back. Jeff. Yeah, then at four forty, at four forty, the I saw it was in warm up. It was in warm up. I'm like, well, oh, it's in warm up. I can I'm about to watch it, and then it All was right, like, so boom. With that, um, give me the top three uh, nations for the baseball classic. Top three, top three, what? Uh, teams currently. World Baseball right. for the World Baseball Classic. At number three, I got the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. At yeah. number two, I have the U.S. And at number one, I have Japan. That's actually, yeah, that's, I think that's what I have. Um, yeah. Japan. I want to, I really want a USA Japan finals that's what i want japan is so good japan is so ridiculous and and we will reenact world war ii on them in the okay finals. okay that's and what i want i can't play. i can't even cut that out <laughs> i can't even cut that out Jeez. you know what we've been what, what have we been saying against great britain i mean it's not fun with britain and i'm sorry to the employers that will be here listening to this episode dude i i love i love the world baseball classic teams because some of these teams just have like carpenters on them they got they got milkmans you know the australia team yeah australia and and china china i don't need why is china even here yeah 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 i don't what are they doing they had um republic doing (laughs) yeah like some of these teams I i didn't even know they had baseball players for real I feel like they're making up names as they go. Or not names, players. Do you guys act, this is a question I've been thinking about. How can Xander Bogarts play for the Netherlands? Do you guys know? I don't know. Uh, is mom or dad from there? Oh, interesting. I would that's what I would guess. It's uh direct family lineage. I know uh, like, that, but I was like, I didn't know. I never did I know that. Uh, it's cool though. I, I saw it a couple of months ago. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that Newt's been able to just be, the to show the show the world, man. I yeah. think. I no, I, think I said this earlier, but yeah, that's actually stuff. that's actually really good for uh, for the Cardinals because him being uh, on like the world stage in the World Baseball Classic for Japan. You know, draw a lot of viewers and stuff because the World Baseball Classic in Japan is like a really is a really big deal. He's getting two. There was a video of him and Atani that got two million views in like twelve to eighteen hours. It's pretty incredible. Um, if 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 the Cardinals marketing team knows how to market, I think they can capitalize on this because this is bigger than the pool host stuff last year. like immediately. This is yeah. <laughs> this is bigger than Jordan Walker. Uh, like this is bigger than Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. Like the, this is the most marketable player in baseball right now. Like like is there a more like well known fun player that people are watching because of his celebration? Right? No, it's him. outside of the obvious uh, being his teammate right now. Uh, no, there is not. He gained two hundred thousand followers in 
less than two weeks. He's gonna be. He's gonna be. He's gonna have a million followers. Oh yeah, and that jersey sales. Yeah. That's gonna bring in so much. He's gonna bring in so much revenue with the jersey sales because all from all the fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this is literally the master plan. This build is, a yes. plan. Build a world baseball classic so he can do. Largely three hundred thousand followers on Instagram. That might be one of the most. It went up. That went up in two days. That went up eighty thousand in two days. That is nuts. He's gonna have a million. He's gonna get a million. Uh, five hundred k. There's no way it gets a million unless he starts. Okay, if he hits a nuke, um, at five a.m. tonight or tomorrow morning, I think that's how it is. Don't know how it is for you, Mister Spain. Um, but um, if he starts hitting home runs, if we start seeing the power in this this tournament, I think we might get to like seven hundred k. No, no. Japan wins the WBC. Like if they, yeah, honestly, if. I'm rooting for the USA in these in these little things, these little first rounds. But if it's a want Japan to win, yeah. If it's a Japan yeah. USA finals, I might have to. I might have to go for Japan. It just it's just sort of like a fun team. Like the the US is a good team and it's got a lot of stars, but they're not fun. Those players are fun. Not to be overly political, um, but the environment that the US team provides is just so blatantly boring. Um, mm-hmm. First of all. Tickets are not affordable for the non-owed Caucasian people in America. Um, so, like, that it feels like a golf match or uh, rather than a fun international tournament right now. Because you, you see a double for the U.S. team and what, they do their little salute. You see a double for the Japan team, the Venezuelan team, the Cuban team. The fans are chanting. You hear horns. Um, the players are out of the dugout celebrating. And it's just like fun. And you don't have a bunch of people saying, uh, get back in the dugout and do your job. That's my little rant. I, I wish the U.S. was more hype about that. But, you know, when Japan wins this year, you know, it's going to get a lot of attention. Um, and I think this WBC is probably going to be the most, it's definitely going to be the most watched ever. I think there's a lot of hype coming into it. And so I'm excited to see what happens. I'm with you guys. I'm pulling for both the U.S. and Japan. I, I couldn't tell you who I would rather see win. But seeing Lars Newborn show Otani has been awesome. Like Aaron Otto's been playing well for the U.S. team. O'Neill went 4-4-4 four 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 with two walks today uh, for Canada. Yeah. They won 18-8 on the Mercy Bowl. That I don't think they completed the sixth inning. It took four hours to get there. So it's been fun baseball. It's actually like been really entertaining. I didn't expect this. The Venez, uh, yeah, Venezuelan team beating the Dominican Republic yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, they're about to play Puerto uh, Puerto Rico too right now. Dominican. Did we get yeah, uh, Venezuela? Mm. All right. Yeah, Venezuela uh, and Puerto Rico about to play. So that should be fun. And then we get Mexico versus the U.S. at 9 o'clock. Ooh. Like, this scheduling has actually been pretty good. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of good teams this year. I'm, I was kind of surprised by it, looking at it now. But the, 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 <laughs> just like the St. Louis Cardinals, the offense for the U.S. is great. <laughs> the pitching, it's though. It's phenomenal. Can we can we talk about um, 
their ace, Adam Wainwright, for a second? Yeah, I, oh. honestly, this this is just like the team yesterday is just the Cardinals, but with you know just just a little bit more depth, you know. U.S. pitchers are cowards to say the least. Jacob Degrom, you're a coward. Corbin, why isn't Corbin, Corbin Burns pitching? Burns, yeah, he's the one I expected the most. Max Scherzer, the fuck? Yeah, well, what are they doing? I I can I can understand. Well, Adam Wainwright's also, but like I expected Woodruff and Burns to probably want to pitch. But no, we have Kyle Freeland uh, pitching games. Where's Max Freed? Where's Shane? Yeah, Bieber? well, yeah. Shane Shane Bieber I think is actually Canadian, isn't he? Uh, is he? Is he? His parents also might be from oh, he's Greenland. From uh, yeah. yes, I guess I'm just thinking. Um. Yeah. Oh, so, from the WBC, we kind of go on now to the rest of the league. What is what's going on with the league? We talked enough about the Cardinals. Um, rest of the league. Do we yeah. want to go division to division? Let's go division to division. Okay. Um, in El Central, we know the Cubs had their little off-season party. They didn't really have too much value from what I like. Um, do Do you think the Cubs are actually going to be in a 500 uh, record threat? This is what I, I have a couple Cubs friends, so this is how I've been explaining it to them. The Cubs' range of how many wins they're gonna have is so large that I can't. I I legitimately can't tell you what they're gonna be. They have too many question marks. But it's uh, some of these question marks outside of the Cody Bellinger one. I could see going either way. You know what I mean? Like, could Seiya Suzuki really turn out to be the hitter they thought he was? Yes. Can Ian Happ do what he's done the last couple of years? Yes. Will Christopher Morrell be the player that the Cubs think he could be? Yes. Is Dansby Swanson going to be a four to six war player? Maybe. Nico Horner doesn't look horrible. First base is really shitty. Um, yeah, yeah, Mancini yeah. and Hosmer. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, then you have the rotation, and you're like, okay, well, the position players aren't horrible if they do what they can do. And then you go if to they the play defense. Not awful. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, they turn into a defensive team that has a little bit is about is about average to above average offensively. I think like so, the rotation isn't bad. Uh, Wazinski, uh, I think he can be good. Stroman, not bad. Um, Tyone, I don't like him that much. I mean, okay, yeah, the rotation isn't overly terrible. Justin Steele, I think he's probably like a top forty-five pitcher. Um, than Keegan Thompson, if he can turn out to actually be a starter. But, like, they have a cap to win range at around 83 wins, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't think Dansby's going to repeat his year again. Uh, Cody Bellinger, I think, put up three to four, like a three and a half, four win season. Um, I don't think Morel's going to do that well like he did last year. Matt Mervis. Pretty should good. Be, should pretty be good. playing first place every single day of the yeah. year. Um, yeah, pretty good. Uh, Horner, underrated. Uh, pretty underrated. Yeah. Four win player, maybe five win. Can see that. Um, I don't. The team's just meh. It's bleh. Like there, there, there's not much around it. 
it's pretty boringly meh. And I the think most of the hype, so yeah, yeah, yeah the, most of the hype comes from the fact that they added people in the off season. Not that they added great additions in the off season; they just added people, they, which I they, guess is what you want to do. Yeah, I think they're trying to build a team so then they, they can add the stars. Yeah, that's that's what I think they're doing. But I also have very little faith in their farm system. Not that it's bad, it's just not the best. It's it's probably the worst in the division. I still think the Cubs have a lot to do to even be considered like a playoff team. Um, but they're not as far as I originally thought. So I'm going to hit them with a nice third place division finish at 79. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking 78, 79 wins. I think, I, I think, like you said, 83 is the cap. I think they could win 71 games, and I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah. Um, um, and I think the team above them, um, the, or one of the two teams above them, will handle them with just pitching. The other team will probably beat up on the Cubs with hitting. So, um, and then, it doesn't even matter because yeah. now that you play every team, that's another thing that I'm like, well – Oh, yeah, look around to other teams in the, in, in the whole MLB. How do they stack up? And they're just not a top 14, 15 team to me in the, in the league. Like maybe 16, 17, 18. They're around average. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just. They're the, yeah, they're one of the like, most average teams that I've ever seen. Yeah. Like I've yeah. seen some Giants teams that passed or just last year. But um, yeah, they're just a really. Met mediocre team that's gonna just exist. Like they might win a series or two against a good team, but they'd suck against a below average team because they're yeah. mediocre. That's what mediocre teams do. So, so this goes on to the next question. What do you think about the Brewers? Also, I mean, okay, eighty six wins, eighty six wins. I can um, see ninety. I can see ninety. I I think, but like as I I say this every year, don't I? I, I would say they're one injury away from being just toast. We saw it last year. They're one injury away from their whole like, and it's in the rotation too. One yeah. injury in the rotation away from their season falling apart. And that's that's what you have when you when you have really good pitchers like top heavy like they are. You have three really good starters. That's gonna happen. That ruins your whole season. Shouldn't bank on that. Like I've learned. But that's where I yeah. just like I could see them winning ninety games. I could see them winning eighty-one. You know what I mean? I just can't see them keeping pace with. They're they're a good team. Don't give me. Their I think they could be a walk. Not as bad as their offense is not as bad as I I want them to be. You know how I at least view them. Yeah. Like if I'm being realistic with myself, them adding William Contreras was great. Um, well, the issue with. Some like the offense. I mean, the offense is improved, but like with overall value, um, are their position players better than the other position or other same position players um, in terms of value? And I just I don't know if it holds up position for position. Is Rowdy Tellez really a good first baseman in terms of value? Is Christian Yelich, even if he puts up like a one ten WRC plus, is he a good outfielder? Or DH, whatever they have on that. 
So I think that's the question with them. You know what I was thinking? Their offense um, reminds me a lot of like the 2019 Cardinals offense, 2018, 2019 Cardinals offense, where like it, it could be, it could be okay. You know, you have some guys that could be in their past have put on MVP form like Goldschmidt. Yeah. Um, but this is when Goldschmidt wasn't great. So I, I just think that they're, they're on the come up from where they were. And I think that they could be a playoff team. But I, as yeah. we're going to get into it, you know, the NL is strong. So the NL is, just, is by far stronger than the AL. Um, Way stronger. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's on a normal season. Uh, when the NL isn't like this strong, I think the Brewers could be that final wild card team. This year, I don't know about that. Just too many good teams. But yeah, 86, 87 wins. Yeah. Okay. So then we'll go into it. So you believe the Cardinals win the division, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so do I. How many wins are you looking at? 96. I am right there with you. I think around 94 to 96. 697. I think that they are, again, well, I think they're an ace away from being a 100-win team. And I think yeah. you would probably agree. Yes. Yes. More than 100 wins, actually. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so then we go on. Let's let's do the NL East. This one's going to be a big discussion of it. Give me your, Braves. Give me your top four. Give me the four. Braves one. Um, oh, that's Two, uh, Mets two, um, Phillies three, Marlins four, um, the double A team at, at number five. Okay, I'm gonna go in the same exact order, but here's the catch: as I, I'm gonna do it again. The Marlins are going oh. to be a 500 team. Damn. Oh, we went 500 this. Okay, I'll go 500 this time. I think they're getting close. They're really getting close. And then, you know what they should do? They should just call up the St. Louis Cardinals, say, hey, what do you want for Burleson and Moises Gomez and Juan Yepes? <laughs> like two or three, I don't fucking know. Let's get some guys that can hit a little bit or have like some actual potential hitting. And let's talk to you about Edward Cabrera. Hell, we'll give him, I'll give him Ivan Herrera too. They're going to need a catcher in the future. You know, Edward I, I just, Cabrera, that's bold. What do you – I mean, Jesus Lazardo, I would love him. Well, I'm saying for Yepes and oh, – Oh, that's why I'm saying two to three. But, again, no. that's not not going to happen. It's something I'd hope. But I'm saying the Marlins are close. They they have this rotation getting started right now that is going to be really, really good. Um, getting Arias was really good for them. I like Jazz and Center a lot. I don't Jazz like and Center. Them. Okay, you like Jazz and Center? I think it's fun. I think it's really it's fun. It's fun. It's fun in terms yeah. of highlight plays, but that's okay. that, that's my th- as a as a baseball fan, I think it's fun. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, De La Cruz, he's not bad. He's not bad. I don't know. Um, I'll let it's you. I'll, I'll let you roll with them. I mean, yeah, the picking's kind of good. The, the, the rotations. Kind of sick. I, I, I can't count. I, um, this is what I'll say. Uh, I think them and the Cubs are in the same exact tier of teams in, in the NL. Them, the Cubs, and the Diamondbacks. 
And I think they're the best out of three right now. Diamondbacks are better. <sighs> I'm taking the Diamondbacks. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of the Marlins offense. I wasn't either, and then I saw the projected, which I'll be probably posting something soon. About because I want to make sure I get this locked in. Marlins fourth place, sure, fine, but eighty-one wins at least. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you believe that. I'll actually, I, I can see it. It's that this is far off. That like we can what talk you did about the rest year. of the year too. We can bring it's this that, up. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not far off like you had last year. So <laughs> it's better than last year. I'll tell you that. Yes. NL right. NL West. Um. Dodgers, Padres. Um, Diamondbacks, Ooh, Giants, okay. Rockies. Okay, I'm gonna have one switch. I'm gonna have Padres winning the division. Dodgers second. I I also think the Diamondbacks are gonna be third place. And then fourth, I'm going to have the Giants. Of course, fifth, the Rockies. My reasoning, I think, for the Padres is I just look at that lineup and I just think they're going to score a lot of fucking runs. And they're starting pitching. They actually have some depth now there. Who, the the Padres? What? We're talking about the Padres? Yeah, I think they have six starters. Six legitimate starters. Mm. Ah. Walker, Nick Martinez, uh... Musgrove, Snell, Darvish, and who else? I, I will be there when they get rocked. I will be there, no matter what. <laughs> I, I think I think their offense though is just it's it's better than the Dodgers. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes. Their bullpen is probably better than the Dodgers right now. Mm. For me. Mm. Uh, I like the Dodgers pitching depth still more. I think um, the, the Dodgers, Padres' offense is great. Uh, Padres' offense is really fucking. Up. I think the Padres are going to make a huge leap this year and wins at least and over hundred. I think the Dodgers will be high ninety. Even though a lot of people think the Dodgers taking a step back, they did the same shit in twenty eighteen. They know what they're doing. They have the young guys. They they are a pipeline team. Believe it or not, the Dodgers are like the Cardinals in that way. They are a pipeline team. They will give their young guys opportunities. They will let their guys, who have been their guys, leave their team because they know the guys coming up because they have such trust in their development department department that they're going to be just fine. Miguel Varjas is going to be great for them. They also the understand that they good. can't win every year. Yeah. They, they understand that they can't win every year, and sometimes you have to stop. It's not You can't spend $230 million. You have to step in back and spend 180 million um so you can get Shohei the next year so <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna get Shohei Otani I mean it's <laughs> yeah they, we know what's happening right now yeah. it's pretty obvious I think they're over the luxury tax now I think they did some minor move that has them over but um yeah I think like they don't have Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts like <laughs> you've two of the top 10 players in baseball like on your team so, I think okay. their offense will be similar to um, maybe a twenty twenty one Cardinals offense twenty twenty okay. like like the the July the September one. It's not going to be top three, top seven maybe. No, 
probably, likely. It's the Dodgers. Um, they know what they're doing, as you yeah. said. Um, the Diamondbacks. Um, I'm here for it. Love? Yeah. I, I don't – I'm not into the Corbin Carroll type as much. I still think he's great. Um, but, yeah, I think I think the Diamondbacks will be a fun team. Uh, good rotation. Um, the offense should actually – there's a low ceiling. I mean, low floor, um, not ceiling. Um, but I think they can be a good, decent offense that can be annoying to face. So I'm looking forward to see what they do, especially in the future. I mean, they're, they are – this NL West is going to become a very good division, I think, coming soon. Because the Potters are going to be there for the next four or five years, and the Dodgers are always going to be there, right? So yeah. you're look you're looking at it now, and you're like, well, the Diamondbacks are about to have a super team of like at least athletes. You're gonna have Carroll, you're gonna have Lawler, you're gonna have Jones. Um, you're forgetting you're like we have they have Alec Thomas too. I'm not a big fan of Thomas, but and they also have Jake McCarthy, who's great. Their outfield depth is great, and then Kyle Lewis too, potential. You know, he's probably gonna be a four. Christian player. Walker. Christian Walker. You got Cattell Marte still. Hopefully, he can go back to. Shout out to Check. Um, and then they got this guy, uh, De Los Santos, who is very powerful. So um, he's probably going to be their future third baseman. So I'm I'm on that train. Who's going to play catcher for them? You know, I can't remember. I should, oh Carson Kelly. Yeah, it's Carson you don't think Kelly. Think it's going to be Moreno? Oh wait, I forgot. They have yeah. Yeah. Um, were they? They're not going to give them. 120 games, so but yeah, <laughs> Carson Kelly and Moreno. I completely forgot that almost. I knew they, yeah, yeah, they have a nice um, young core. Plan. They should be a fun team. I think yeah. I will be rooting for them in some fashion some nights. Um, also, the Rockies, um, I want to keep an eye on Eloris uh, Montero just yeah. for the fun of it. You think we traded him? I think he will – I think he can excel at course Field. He probably will be playing every day, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I think I'm going to keep – I'm going to play and watch him. So. Okay. Right. Now let's – What you want to do AL – let's do AL Central. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get, get this out of the way. Number Guardian. one with ease is the Guardians, right? Let's go, baby. Let's just. Yep. I feel like we're gonna have the same list for this too, right? Number White two, Sox, White Sox. Twins. Number three, yeah. Twins. Twins. Then the Tigers. No, I'm going Royals over Tigers. <laughs> oh, uh, it's two of the matter. same. They're two of the same. They're two of the same. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Um, both. Yeah, it's gonna be in the sixty win club, so it doesn't matter. The Tigers are probably a little more competent than the Royals, but uh, I like the Royals' young core, so that's. I don't like love it, but like I, I think it's fun. MJ, like, Lens, Bobby Witt, Riley Green, Riley Green, Torkelson, yeah. sure, sure. Uh, Boyd. Uh, we're gonna see Prime Mickey again. Will Mickey have a Pujols like year? Take the roids. Um, <laughs> yeah, do we even need to talk about it that much? I don't. Know. I mean. Uh, not that Guardians? much. Okay, how many wins do you think the Guardians get? 
realistically. I can't. I can't project. I have. I don't know. How, I have no clue. Maybe like eighty-eight to ninety-one wins. That sounds right. That's such a very mended. I wish the Guardians were great. What? I wish the Guardians were great. They're not bad. They're not even they, mediocre. They just need to take the next step. They have the, the Guardians and the Cardinals were very similar. No, no, no. Because the Guardians don't. The Cardinals spend will spend money if they need yeah. to. But that's yeah. Like the fact the Cardinals actually got uh, got like a bat they needed. Um, I'll go ninety-two wins for them, and we'll head over to the big bad AL East. Let's hear it. Ah, uh, I think you should go first. I'm, I'm okay. To... I think the Yankees are just the best team in that division, and I don't really think it's that close. Number two, I'm gonna go with the Rays. Um, I like their team a lot more than I like. Toronto Blue Jays. Um, Toronto Blue Jays just don't have really like they they spent so much money on that rotation, and it's just very bleh. <laughs> so now they're left with a bunch of weird contracts in that rotation that I don't like. Um, yeah. Their offense too is fine. I like them adding Varsho, but then you're giving a lot of starts to Kevin Kiermeyer, and so now you just have a kind of a hole there. Brandon Belt's not going to be great for your DA. Okay, okay. I think. The expectations with offense in today's game have kind of been absurd. It, it is okay to have – a lot of teams usually have three to four holes in a lineup. I don't think the Blue Jays have. And that's, and that's fair. I'm just saying, like, I don't really – I don't love the Blue Jays. I think I think there's something about how the Rays play in the regular season that I yeah. I feel like they're going to win more games than the Blue Jays. Yeah. And then fourth place, um, or no, actually, ooh, this is where it gets hard for me. I think I do have to put the Blue Jays in third place, and fourth Orioles, and obviously fifth the Red Sox. But here's <laughs> my little catch with the AL East: the Red Sox will be a fifth place team with like 78 wins, 78, 80, 78 to 80 wins. Hefty. So um, I think the AL Baltimore East, with 83. Yeah, I think they're right above 500 again. Blue Jays will be around 90. I don't think that they got that much better this offseason. I did like the Varsho edition, though. But you traded I think Hernandez. I was going to flip Tampa and New York. I'm not sure how I'm feeling about that, though. Um, actually, yeah, the Tampa rotation is actually better. Yeah. And now that the Yankees don't have Rodon for a while, that's going to hurt them winning games. Um you might go Tampa off Tampa number one. Yankees okay. two, and then everything else is the same. I don't think the Orioles take the step that these casuals think they will. Uh-huh. We have to remember that development is not linear. Um, I think Adley, six-win player this year. Um, that should be, yeah. yeah that's that's six-win catcher. Gunnar Henderson, what are they, they're projecting him to have like a four or five-win season already. That seems accurate. I can see that. Really? I just yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't like. I don't like their the pitching show. though. Like they have Grayson Rodriguez, but is he even going to be on the major league team? Grayson, they should be. Or should be within That's a month. That he added. He added um, extension to his pitches, so it looks like he's pitching what 100 miles per hour. Great um, pitch shape. So 
Grayson's somehow improved, as he should have. Um, but they, yeah, eighty-three. I think that's an eighty-three one team. They should have went out and gotten Carlos or not. So should the Cardinals. But they they are definitely a team that they're going to be around this, and then I think they're going to take a big step up in the coming years. So we both agree that the 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 Tampa Bay Rays have been honestly underrated so far. Projection wise, no. By fans, no. Yes, yeah. By fans, yeah. Would I would say so? I really like the rotation. I think it's going to be very good. And their offense is not horrible. It's very average, but they 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 know how to win in the regular season. They know how to make the playoffs. So. Also, keep in mind they play on a cheating field. That that stadium needs to go. Mm. Probably yeah, needs to go. Yeah, it is a horrible stadium. Yeah. So AL West. AL West. Okay. You want to um, go with me? I'll go. So the normal team at number one, uh, we know who that is our our Houston Astros. That's the world. That's America's team. Um, <laughs> we're going on a hundred wins. Um, we will get the hundred wins at least again in repeat. Um, number two. Anaheim Angels. Oh, oh, okay, all right. I know, I, I'm excited because I agree. Yeah, well, uh, I kind of mess with the rotation. Kind of do Rotations. their offense. Okay, I was looking at this. Guess who the third projected offense when combining Steamer and Zips is? Or, or third Isn't it? Yeah, what was the Angels? Right, offensive. offensive uh, Offensive outfield. Who's got the best third best outfield? It's the Angels. I would think it's Angels, yeah. 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 Their offense is right. legit. It's gonna be nice. Um third place. Which mediocre team do I want to go with here? The Mariners? Yeah, Mariners. Uh fourth place, Texas. You know who's, who's fifth place. So uh, the that division is actually not for all the money spent in that division, only one team does it very well. The other other team spends it on the best players in baseball. Yeah. I I have the same exact order as you. I was actually thinking you're gonna go Mariners, but I don't I don't know. No. Their offense is not good enough for me. Honestly, they I didn't. They did nothing. They did nothing to him. They added Hernandez and they added Wong and they added Pollock, but the rotation is solid. Castillo being great. It really comes down to how Robbie Ray pitches and will an outfielder outside of Rodriguez break out? We'll see. Uh, I guess Tiasco is going to be playing right. So I, I, agree I don't even know you. how I feel about Tiasco. I mean, but, yeah, the Mariners just did. The minimal they could to improve. They did, they're not any closer to um, the Astros. I don't. They're and that the Angels are kind of caught up. Yeah, are catching up. And so, I, I think the Angels too. If they're even above. If they're even one game above five hundred, I think they're buying hard. They're buying hard. They should. I mean, it's this Shohei's. Is, this year is. This is like your marketing. Putting, Putting their fucking franchise on the line this year. If it doesn't work out this year, they have to completely blow it up. 
The show is oh, yes. Trout's going to want out. This is such a vital year for the Angels. And I like I liked the moves they made. I really did. I think. Yeah, I have to applaud them. I really hope that they're all healthy this year. If they're healthy, no they're, they're a playoff team. Baseball needs so, it. Comes down to who do you think is going to make the playoffs? The Blue Jays or the Mariners? Um, Blue Jays. Even though the Blue Jays pitching staff is also garbage, man. But the Blue Jays offense is much better. Uh, we're gonna go with the Blue Jays. Okay. Yeah, Blue Jays. I can. I don't that. think that's really a question. So um, now let's go on to some MVP predictions. In the NL, who do you got? Arenado. Uh, non-biased, of course. Yeah. Non-biased. I'm going to go with the same. I think it's going to be Arenado and Machado again. Um, Betts probably will make a case. I, I love Goldie, but I don't think he's going to be in the conversation this year. Um, nope. But I'll, I'll agree with that, and I'll also add in Betts. Um, the AL. Sorry, AL. Um, we, I think we see another show here. As boring as that sounds. I think it's I, – I would agree. I kind of want a Kyle. I want a Kyle Tucker here. Okay. <laughs> what about an Adley Rushman? Or a Julio. 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 Oh, Ooh, Julio. Adley. That's a good. Adley. Oh, what about? Oh, okay, for the NL. If we if if, we're, if I'm gonna get bold, Michael Harris. Michael Harris. Yes. I think it's more likely to see Acuna than Harris. No. No. Um. Cy Young, NL. I'm stumped. Why am I stumped? Why am I stumped? Um, geez. What I... You decide first. Uh, let me think. I was going to go with Zach Gallen, but I'm going to say Julio Urias. Urias? That's a... What if I said Dustin May? Dustin May, wow. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be different. Dustin May is great. Okay, um, that's fair. Go to the AL now. Um, Luis Garcia. Ooh, I like that. Luis Castillo. Man. That's also Luis Castillo, that's a good one. I'm trying to avoid yeah. names that are very obvious, okay. uh, if you can't tell. So we can go back and say Peyton at it first or Jeff at it first. That'd be kind of yeah, cool. yeah. And Luis Garcia isn't unknown, but like, I, don't, I, I think yeah. Um, hey, I, I'm going to change my one. Javier, I, mm, Christian Javier, no. I kind of like to. Um, to Framber, rookie of the year. Actually. Wait, hold on. I'm going to change my AL one. I'm going to change my uh, AL one to Framber. Framber Valdez. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. You know, that's less bold. Could I? Not, not Lodolo. I wish Lodolo could win one. Gallon was a cool pick. You should have kept. Did you keep that? Yeah. Wait, no, I went with Urias. Oh. I could go with Urias. I don't really care. What about, let's go with Nola. Let's go with Nola. Nola, okay. Rookie of the year. I'm going um, 
Walker. And then the AL? Gunner. Mm. I'm gonna go on a bold one here, and it's not I don't feel anything. I just I just this is a weird feeling I have. I, I don't have feel how like like you know what I mean. Like I'm not like yeah intrigued about this or anything. But I'm gonna go with Peraza. I think he's gonna win the shortstop wow. job in New York. And then Volpe Wait, will Volpe ultimately third base. Um <laughs> That's actually it's gonna happen. That would probably be smart. Defensively, it makes sense. Offensively, it makes sense. Uh, it's it's gonna end up that being situation. So I'm gonna go Peraza because he's gonna play. I don't think there's a question if he's not gonna play or not. Just like, what, does he play shortstop or third? And I think ultimately they'll go with the defensive Peraza. Then we'll be Peraza's plus uh, twenty five hundred right now. Gonna really put that down. Betting is illegal. Okay. And betting is legal for you in Spain. I actually have no idea. <laughs> oh. And then finally, here's to to the end of the pro, uh, projection uh, episode. Um, who comes out of the AL and NL, and then ultimately your winner? Uh, I I sent my Astros earlier. Um, however, however, do the Rays finally make it? I'm gonna go with the Rays. Rays. Yes. The NL. Um, Braves. Braves. Yeah, and I think the Braves win. Yeah, I think the Braves win. I have this weird fire and feeling in me for the AL. I've been thinking about it a lot last couple weeks. Who would come out of the AL? Who is going to be that team? And I feel like we've had a lot of Astros being dominant. And baseball is not always a sure thing. So I'm going to get a different feeling than the Astros. I'm not going to go to New York and get the Yankees. I don't think so. Um, okay. And I'm not going to go with the Mariners. And I'm going to go with Shohei Otani and the oh. Angels. Now that would be. I just, I just, it, it would be so good for the sport if the Angels were in the, in the World Series. And I think. I think, as we said, it's Shohei Otani is going to win MVP. He's going to have a crazy fucking year. You're going to have a rotation that actually has some depth to it this year. You're going to have an offense that's going to be the strongest they've had in 10 years. And they are going to win in the AL. Now we go to the NL, right? Everyone's thinking, oh, oh yeah, the Braves are the big old Braves, right? And, oh, we have the Phillies. And, oh, the Dodgers are always good. I hate the Mets, so I think the Mets are going to be awful again <laughs> uh, in the playoffs. And I'm sorry, St. Louis, I have to do it. I'm going San Diego versus oh, the Angels. Basic, basic. And okay. in a very fun and a very we, entertaining World Series. We won't be, we won't be, wait, we won't be awake for any of these games that, and that sadly, start at nine o'clock. Sadly, I hate to say this, but. Juan Soto and the San Diego Padres are going to take it home this year. 
God, I would hate that. That would doom me. I would actually hate that. I'd actually hate it if the Mets won over the Padres, though. I hate. I'd also hate that. I would also hate if the Mets won. I don't think anyone wants that. I don't know why I hate them. I'm not from New York. I'm not on the East Coast. I don't know why I hate them. I just hate them. They're the most unlikable team in baseball right now, at least. I think they're more unlikable than the Astros. Because they, oh, the Astros are likable. It's because they um spend money that they don't need to spend, or they don't get good value out of the money they spend. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, and then you just have Pete Alonso. He's just yeah. a fucking twat. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that we covered everything. Yeah, I said an hour and a half too. Yeah, perfect. I like to say Brady. Oh, Brady, uh, yeah, I think his wife I got screwed up. But yeah. any last words, you know, shout outs? Um shout oh no, I can't shout out the Bradley University team right now. That's unfortunate. Um shout out to my J- Japanese listeners. Um keep grinding the pepper for us over in Japan for Lars Newbar. Now that you mentioned oh. that I hope that we gain some get some Japanese play. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. My shout out is pictures. to this guy Luke Deal. He's doing some cool things in the works, so we'll see. Um all right, yeah. That's gonna be it for us. Uh, thank you guys for listening and uh gonna see another Cardinals yep. uh <laughs> Cardinals winning some games. Summer in St. Louis is approaching us. More like spring, oh. but yes, peace out. All right, see ya.